the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Abraham Lincoln warned that the philosophy of the schoolroom in one generation will be the philosophy of government in the next. Would you like to know what's being taught in today's classrooms? Welcome to Say What? with attorney Mark Schneider and Pastor George Roska Jr. They'll explore the issues facing children, parents, and society as a result of the public schools and the forces behind them. Say What? is the radio program of Protect Our Kids, which seeks to inform and equip concerned citizens about the looming crisis in American education. So listen in as your hosts, Mark Schneider and George Roska Jr., unpack the issues and organizations affecting our children. And now here's your hosts, Mark Schneider and George Roska Jr. Hello everyone, I'm George Roska. And I'm Mark Schneider. And we want to welcome you to episode 117 of Say What, where we talk about the threats to our children in the public school system, including how the corruption of our society is being mirrored in our schools. That's right, George. You know, this is June, Pride Month in America, including its schools, but which has become an icon of society in moral freefall. That fall is coming from multiple sectors of society, all of which are finding their way into our a primary and secondary public school system. In fact, George, you can't walk into a major department store yep. chain without mm-hmm. being accosted by rainbow flags and pride displays. What are they proud about exactly? We're going to find out, but specifically... It seems to be a sexual behavior of an unconventional nature that past generations would have considered so shameful to be unmentionable. But now we celebrate it as a religious rite. And we're seeing this all over our society, including corporate America. In fact, one notable example, I'd be surprised if anybody uh, has not seen this. Uh, It's Anheuser-Busch. Uh, The beer company made it famous with a recent advertisement it put out with transgender influencer Dylan Mulvaney. In fact, on the video, he exclaims, this month, this is a man dressed up as a woman, this month I celebrated my day 365 of womanhood and Bud Light sent me possibly the best gift ever, a can with my face on it, he said in his video. And, of course, they've taken a big hit financially as a result of this, but they're far from the only one. What happened with Target? Target is on the same uh, line of of, of thinking. They've been promoting women's swimsuits uh, that was described as, quote, tuck-friendly, end quote, uh, for its ability to conceal male genitalia, or products made by trans designer Eric Carnell, who often uses satanic symbols in his design, in fact, he's pretty much come out in most of his designs claiming that these are for Satan. Yep. Um, and then for Target, the UK designer created a bag, a tote, and a sweatshirt for adults with messages such as, we belong everywhere, too queer for here, and cure transphobia. Um, and as reported by CNN, Target offers more than 2,000 products, including clothing, books, music, and home furnishings, as part of its Pride Collection. The items include 
gender fluid mugs, queer all year calendars, and books for children aged two to eight titled Bye Bye Binary, Pride One, Two, Three, and I'm Not a Girl. Uh, and just like the beer company, they've lost tens of billions of dollars now. They have it, of course. Now there's also the famous Disney Corporation, which used to be an icon of family-friendly content. I mean, who, you know, doesn't marvel at the content that they put out decades and decades ago? Every child beloved uh, this content. Well, how that company has changed. They're already infamous for publicly opposing a Florida-passed law that all it did was keep critical race theory, Marxist-inspired critical race theory, from teaching in kindergarten through third grade. Well, Disney was aghast at, at that decision by Florida's legislatures, and they're in a battle with the state right now as a result of that. Well, more recently, George, um, in Disneyland Anaheim, a viral has gone video because someone took this video. Um, it, it's racked up 7 million views of a, a mustachioed fairy godmother's apprentice welcoming a young girl at Disneyland's Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique there at the park in Anaheim. He states, so my name is Nick. I'm one of the fairy godmother's apprentices, said the employee who's seen wearing blue and purple eyeshadow to match their uniform. In fact, I think we have that video. So my name's Nick. I'm one of fairy godmother's apprentices. I'm here to shop you around and make all your selections for the day. So, George, this is not a transgender. This is obviously a transvestite. Mm. I mean, the fact that uh, Nick is, has a mustache and he's dressed in women's clothes, uh, says that this is a public statement by the Disney Corporation. Uh, Bob Iger, you should be ashamed of this action. And also just a warning to parents, even though the former CEO short-lived his tenure and he, you know, he resigned and Bob Iger came back. Yep. Bob Iger put Disney on the path of wokeness and people feel like, oh, yes, they got to, you know, the old CEO is back. Don't be fooled by that. Not much has changed. And then, George, we have, uh, it's even affected American baseball, the L.A. Dodgers. What happened there? Well, the L.A. Dodgers um, invited, disinvited, and then reinvited the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, uh, which is a self-identified performance art queer group, uh, to headline the team's Pride Night. The all-male, quote-unquote, sisters, usually put on anti-Catholic pornographic skits uh, that mock Jesus Christ and sexualize Christian rituals. They've done this, in fact, even with the Holy Communion. They have, and uh, unfortunately the Dodgers are not alone in this. Uh, she got, uh, Sister Roma of the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, got a standing ovation during Pride Month by none other than the California State legislature. Say and, what? And I think we've got some video of this. Roma has been one of the most outspoken and globally recognized members of San Francisco's Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. Her fighting on the front lines in the war against HIV-AIDS to create the Sisters Stop the Violence campaign, and taking on Facebook as the creator of, mining, of the mining movement, Sister Roma has dedicated more than half of her life to community service, activism, and fundraising. Welcome, Sister Roma.
And this same Sister Roma was called out for special accommodation by State Senator Scott Weiner, and we have a recording of that as well. So proud of uh, Sister Roma and her work uh, in the community, and I'm proud of California for standing strong uh, in, uh, to support uh, LGBTQ people as our community is under assault uh, in the rest of the country. Sister Roma went on to say it's an incredible honor to have been nominated. She says being recognized not only means a lot to her, but the LGBTQ community at large. Now, George, most of these incidents have happened to correlate, not surprisingly, with Pride Month. I mean, we're in it. June is Pride Month in America now. But I think it begs the question, what is pride? What is the definition of pride? Well, the Bible has quite a bit to say about this word and what it means. In fact, it it defines it as self-exaltation, haughtiness, and arrogance. In fact, in Proverbs, we read there are six things the Lord hates. Yes, seven are an abomination to him. The first one on the on the list is a proud look. Uh, Proverbs 8.13 says, the fear of the Lord is to hate evil, but pride and arrogance and the evil way. Proverbs 29.23, a man's pride will bring him low, but a humble spirit will obtain honor. Now, of course, there's a more modern definition, which most of activists, when they talk about pride, this is the one that they tend to identify with, which is pleasure or satisfaction taken in some achievement. So this begs another question. What specific achievement um, is being touted in during Pride Month? Well, to find out maybe the best place to look is to what's being celebrated at a Pride parade. Now, they happen all over the country, but one of the most famous happens, of course, in our nation's capital, Washington, D.C. And recently, a correspondent from the publication The Daily Signal uh, did a journal report on this this Pride Parade, took a lot of photographs and reported on it. Um, And the title of the article was, I went to D.C.'s Pride Parade here are nine things that I saw. And she gives a warning. This report contains images and language that may offend some readers. And she states, hundreds gathered Saturday at DuPont Circle in Washington to watch the city's Capital Pride Parade, sponsored here again, big corporation, Marriott International. And she states, the smell of marijuana hung in the air as hundreds of onlookers lounged on the grass and sidewalk, waiting for the parade began. And then she goes on. Well, one of the first things that she mentions here, you know, as the onlookers and the parade participants wore all sorts of strange revealing outfits. Uh, everywhere you turned, it seemed that there was a teenage girl in a bra in shorts, occasionally just a bikini or a man wearing a dress, leotards or other peculiar contraption. But here's one of the very first things she noted. Number one, law enforcement support. So while spectators waited for the parade to pass through DuPont Circle, police officers patrolled the area. Some even wore pride-themed sunglasses or stickers. One officer rode a bicycle around DuPont Circle waving an arm to signal the crowd to shout and scream louder as the parade advanced. And as this was going on, uh, male parade announcers walked up and down a concrete median strip, shaking their hips as if they were models on a runway. 
Yeah, later on, more police officers as well as firefighters on their fire engines also participated in the parade. Well, number two, she said, going topless, wearing bondage get-ups. This parade began with a group of about 20 motorcyclists, one of whom was a woman wearing no top to cover her colored breasts. Among the motorcyclists were men who were also shirtless, wearing leather straps and what are called wolf masks. A few minutes later, a group with a banner reading, My Mr. Mid-Atlantic Leather, featured men wearing leather bondage gear and the occasional wolf mask. One man with a ring in his nose wore nothing else but boots and leather straps, some of which covered his genitals as he paraded in front of children and their parents. And she, she notes here, parenthetically, as he went by, I looked away as I took the photo, only to see the crowd feasting its eyes on him. And something that you will see probably at every one of these pride parades into the future is a drag queens galore. We talked about the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, um, and I'm sure that they have a lot of, of showings as well. But every couple of minutes, drag queens of both sexes and many ages marched by with various groups. Uh, one drag queen appeared to be an older man in a wheelchair. Others were dressed like members of the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, uh, which is the anti-Catholic group uh, that we just uh, spoke about earlier. We did. Uh, number four of the things that she noticed, support from political leaders. Uh, the D- D.C. Mayor, Muriel Browser, in brief remarks at DuPont Circle said, We are proud to be a welcoming home to the world's largest gay population. The crowd cheered loudly as Bowser, a Democrat, spoke. Other elected officials who walked the parade included D.C. Council Chairman Phil Mendelson, a Democrat, and 10 more of the council's 13 members, all of whom are Democrat, except for the two independents. Also marching were uh, Democrats Paul Strauss, the district's longtime shadow senator, and representatives of the office of D.C. Attorney General Brian Schwab, another Democrat. In fact, George, a man held a sign that read, when the expletive got bad, I got my gay expletive elected. She didn't know what he was elected to, but he was proud of the fact that he did. Uh, At number five, just more outlandish outfits. Uh, Many of those in the parade wore multicolored rainbow-themed costumes and other interesting fashion choices, as we've probably described some of them here. Uh, there was also this man in purple boots. Uh, she says here she doesn't know what to think, who or what he was trying to be. Uh, one can only guess. And, George, this is quite disturbing, although not surprising. Number six on her list was a religious presence. She Say states, what? Yeah, she states the number of churches, in quotes, participating in the parade shocked some of the spectators at the forefront of the self-identified religious group was a group composed almost entirely of white men carrying a sign reading, quote, Dignity Washington, D.C.'s LGBT Catholics. One man in that group wore a black shirt and rainbow stripes and blue shirt cover over black clerical claws and a white collar. He also wore a rainbow-colored stole. Another group identified itself with a banner saying, United Methodist Churches of the National Capital Area. Some in this group, apparently Methodist pastors, also wore rainbow stoles and held signs or wore shirts with variations of the message, this queer pastor loves you, 
Many in the self-identified faith groups held sign with other messages, including queer and Christian, God is love. I can't ever repeat this next one, George. God is a, a an expletive. And trans joy is a miracle. But it doesn't end there, does it? And it gets even worse. At number seven, uh, we have things like strippers, sexualized dancing, vulgar signs. At one point, a woman ran from the crowd of spectators into the middle of the street and started slowly dancing with almost nothing on except a gold thong and bra. At another point, another woman in similar outfit who was actually in the parade uh, began dancing in a sexually provocative manner, and crowds just kept on cheering and cheering. And then she and a man began dancing and mimicking other kind of sexual behaviors. And this is all happening in this crowd with an audience full of children. Yeah, and some held uh, vulgarly worded signs such as, quote, Big D energy or T-shirts with messages such as 50 expletive years. Uh, The expletive started with an F. And then George, number eight on her list, obviously gay couples and parents. You can you can always find them there, just an assembly of uh, parents with their kids uh, in relationships supporting everything that's happening at these pride parades. And then finally, George, embassies and nationalities. What happened there? Well, we had multiple nationalities participated in the Capitol Pride Parade, either through embassies in the nation's capital or through representation by a group with a banner proclaiming one of them's, in quote, European Union for LGBT rights. The embassies that were represented were those uh, from Switzerland, Canada, Britain. Uh, Other marchers identify themselves as being from countries such as Ireland, Germany, Sweden, Norway, Denmark, and Iceland. Uh, In fact, one individual from the Netherlands held the sign, first country to legalize gay marriage. Now, here's the thing that I think we need to ask ourselves. What achievement is being touted here that deserves something to be proud about? We didn't discover any, and this Mm -hmm. report certainly didn't indicate any achievements. But there was plenty of exaltation over sexual promiscuity in all forms. George, we asked this question, why is all this relevant? Because this is happening in our school system as well. I mean, we've reported on this so many times. Schools during the month of June are festooned with posters, celebrations, gatherings, uh, celebrating Pride Month. In fact, we've got some examples of it. We do, and this is why I'm also a big believer that schools should end the Friday before Memorial Day weekend yeah. <laughs> in May. That's right. So that way more children are protected from this uh, horrific indoctrination. But uh, you have school districts in Washington, Michigan, Oregon, California, New Hampshire, coast to coast, who are using drag shows, parades, assemblies, and proclamations to celebrate uh, the LGBTQ community. We've shown videos of some of these assemblies in our past episodes. Uh, in fact, the school district in New Hampshire used $4,000 in COVID relief funds to pay for drag performers and pride decorations and swag at its local high school pride event. Yeah, these pride celebrations uh, are not about treating people with dignity or respect, but rather to signal to kids and families that the only only one narrative or viewpoint is now welcome in our nation's public schools. In fact, a Colorado school district encouraged its PE teachers to don LGBT pride gear 
and use preferred pronouns to support the LGBT community and worldview. And another California school district, Elk Grove Unified School Board, uh, voted to adopt a proclamation that deemed June as Pride Month district-wide, according to CBS News. And it goes on, actually, here in California, in Chula Vista, down in San Diego County, uh, Chula Vista Elementary School Board of Directors voted to fly a pride flag in front of its headquarters throughout the month in an effort to inspire equity and create alliances, celebrate diversity, and establish a, keyword, safe environment in our schools and community. Uh, the flag will also fly in October, which has been deemed as LGBTQ History Month. Yeah. And finally, uh, one more example, but there are dozens and dozens of more that we could recite here in the in a Maryland school district. So again, from Chula Vista to Maryland, coast to coast, books displayed at the Pride Town Hall included Growing Up Trans, a collection of stories and poetry by transgender kids 11 to 18 years old. And middle school's a drag, you better work, spelled W-E-R-K, a book about a 13-year-old who signs on to a junior talent agency as an aspiring drag queen, the district's social media post showed. And Mark, the consequences uh, from all of this are, are coming out and nothing is good. And in fact, we know from Scripture, and we've coded quite a bit right now, uh, that pride comes before the fall and before destruction, ultimately. It does indeed. In the meantime, uh, parents must not deceive themselves into thinking that somehow their children in the public school system will be insulated from the corruption in our nation's schools. George, the evidence is in. We talk about it every week. The only way to protect your kids from this corruption is by removing them from the system. And the sooner, the better. And our message of get out now is firmly supported by all of the evidence that we present on our website at www.protectourkidsnow.org. We strongly encourage you parents to please go on there, watch our videos under the videos tab. We have a triple threat video and then a video for every one of these triple threats that you can look through. Uh, we even have them in multiple languages. We have them in Mandarin, in Korean, uh, in Spanish, in Romanian. We're working on more translations here to come as we're trying to um, really inform all of the immigrant communities uh, because they don't know, those parents don't know about all of the stuff that, you know, they, they think America is still the, the, the greatest country ever. But they don't realize that what's being pushed in the public school system is antithetical to all of our, our founding values. Um, and so please, parents, go on our website, share this information. On there, you will also find our brochures. And we have evidence packages, especially uh, for the sex and gender theory and for the social-emotional learning. We're, we're going to still work on that final evidence package for the second triple threat of critical race theory. So please share all of that information. And if you would like to come alongside of us and be part of our ministry, we encourage you to become part of our Guardian Angels donor program. And there is a button that you can click on right there on the front page to, to become a sponsor. Uh, we really thank every one of our current sponsors and our future sponsors for helping us get the word out and inform and educate parents and pastors all over America. And until next time, we'll, we'll talk to you again. See you soon. 
You've been listening to Say What? The radio ministry of Protect Our Kids, where they seek to inform and equip concerned citizens about the crisis in American public education and the forces working against our children. Join us at this same time every Saturday as attorney Mark Schneider and Pastor George Roska Jr. unpack the issues so that we can better safeguard our nation's children. For more information about this program or Protect Our Kids, email the show at info at protectourkidsnow.org. That's info at protectourkidsnow.org. And join Mark and George right here next week at this same time for another episode of Say What? Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.